Hey, Alan Doherty here. Glad you could join us for another episode of Preventive Health and Safety. Today we're going to be talking about incorporating preventive health and safety measures into our mindset. Not just following some do's and don'ts and not just following a checklist. We're going to be actually talking about incorporating the preventive health and safety measures into our mindset and how our mind works in relationship to those things. So let me say this first of all, whenever we do things, a lot of those things we do are just simply actions dictated by our subconscious. Uh, and psychiatrists and psychologists will tell us that over 80% of the things we do during the day, we do them subconsciously. We don't have a lot of concentration on those items. We don't have a lot of uh, deliberation over them or decision-making. They just are done automatically. And of course, you know what I'm talking about, the basic living things. And when we do those things subconsciously, it frees the mind up to think about more important things. I imagine, and what they say is, if we had to really concentrate on every single thing we did during the day, we'd go crazy. We don't have the mind capacity for that. So that's why our subconscious is there. And that can be a good thing or it can be a bad thing. But when we're talking about preventive health and safety, we've got to realize that most of those things aren't ingrained into us naturally. In other words, the survival things like eating, drinking, cleaning, I mean, some of those things that are really essential to our lifestyle, we get those incorporated in pretty quickly. But preventive health and safety is something that doesn't always happen that way. We don't think about it. I don't know how many times I've heard in the emergency room or when I'm out working EMS, someone say, you know, I just wasn't thinking about it, or it never crossed my mind, or it just never occurred to me. You see, these are all symptoms of saying, I didn't take the time to think about what I was doing. And because I didn't take that, I just did it subconsciously without even thinking about it, and boom, I was involved in an accident. And folks, that's what I'm trying to say. And I want you to remember this phrase, stop, think, act. Stop, think, act. Those three words can really help a lot. Stop what you're doing, think about it, and then make a good decision on what your course of action should be. All right, so here's Joe. Let's use Joe for an example. Joe's sitting in his friend's house, and he's uh, had a few drinks, and he ran out of pretzels. So he decides, we need to go to the store and get some more pretzels. We've still got the second half coming up. This football game's great. Let's go. So him and his friend go to get into the car and go buy some more pretzels. Now, wait a minute. Let's stop him. Stop for just a minute. Okay, I stopped. Now think about it. Well, I've had a, a, some to drink. I'm not really super drunk, but I've had some to drink. So what am I risking? I'm risking accident, I'm risking injury, I'm risking possible death, I'm risking getting pulled over and getting a DUI. All those things have very serious consequences. So I stopped, I thought about it, I said, you know what, I got some old popcorn up in the, free, up in the shelf there, we can get that out and, and cook that, how's that? We don't need to go and get any pretzels. Good thinking, Joe, you saved the day. But you see how that works? Automatically we're thinking, nah, nah, nothing to it. Let's just go do it. But when you take time to stop and think about what you're doing, 
that helps tremendously. Another example I give in my book is this girl that babysits his child and every day that they babysit, they watch his particular favorite show with milk and cookies. Oh my, she's so excited about, uh, you know, watching her favorite show with her babysitter and having them milk and cookies just like every day, only to find out they were out of milk that day. And so she started begging and pleading with the babysitter, let's go get some milk. The store's not that far away. It won't take that long. Please, please, please. But the babysitter knew all along that she didn't have the child's car seat. The mother had it in the back of her car, forgot to give it to her before she left. And she says, you know what? Your mom's going to be home here in about an hour and a half. We just can't go to the store. We don't have the car seat. But you know how children are. They kept on and kept on. And so finally the babysitter said, okay, let's do it. So even though she tried to keep from breaking what she thought was the right thing to do, she ended up giving in, ended up getting in the car, going to the store. Boom. Now she has placed her and that child in a lot of risk. You see, uh, you say, well, they weren't going that far. Well, did you know that most accidents happen within five or 10 miles of the house? It doesn't take much. But the key point is, she didn't stop and think about the alternative. She didn't stop and consider, you know, what could happen if we were involved in an accident. So sometimes it, that just that stop, think, and act. I had a guy come in one time, severe burns all over him. What happened? He was barbecuing. The charcoals just were not getting hot enough, fast enough. They weren't flaming up and turning that nice color of red and orange. And so he decided to squirt some more charcoal lighter on. Well, somehow he got someone a sleeve in his hand and he squirted it in it automatically flamed up caught his hand and his his uh his sleeve on fire a little bit he came into me and i ended up debriding a lot of it and wrapping it up and i changed that man's dressings for two and a half three weeks it was a bad outcome he just didn't stop think and then act if he would have just stopped and thought, wait a minute now, if I could squirt that on there, if it flames up, I could, I could get on fire here, or I could cause someone else to get hurt. See, that's what I'm trying to say is we've got to make sure that we do that. Here's someone else said, you know, I went to my doctor. I try not to go in very often because they always tell you about all these things you need to have. And here I am, 60 years old, and I go in and the doctor tells me that because of my family history, I should have a colonoscopy. So I, I blew it off. You know, and he'll tell me the same thing next year. He told me the same thing last year. You need to stop and think and then act. What are you going to think about? Think about this. Think about how colon cancer kills thousands of people every year in the United States. Think about that all the great research and advancement cancer researchers have made would be no good to you if you've already passed that stage where you're able to be treated. So the best way to get a hold and get a victory over colon cancer is to have it identified early. And one of the best ways to have it identified early and determine your risk is to have a colonoscopy. See what I'm saying? So it's a matter of thinking about things before you actually do. In all walks of life, that gets us in trouble. When we just react and we just do things without a thorough thought process behind it, it causes problems. Many people lose their financial shirts because they make decisions not thinking about what they're doing. Uh, many people have health issues or maybe get into accidents. Many people uh, uh, lose a relationship 
simply because they didn't stop, think, and act before they did something. Folks, I'm saying in the, in the safety and preventive health realm, we have got to make sure that we do what's right. And it's got to become a habit. We've got to do it often enough where it's ingrained in us. I'll give you a good one. I'm telling myself here. You know what green light means, right? Go. You know what red light means? Stop. You know what yellow light means? Hurry up before light turns red. That was my philosophy. I am probably the king of running yellow lights. And sometimes it's a bit orangish <laughs> or maybe a little bit red, but I get through it. I didn't want to have to sit there and wait for that red light, that longest red light in Virginia. I don't want to stop there. But I caught myself one time. And I said, you know what? You blow every time you even get near a yellow light. You speed up just so you can make it through that yellow light. And it doesn't usually make any sense. You're not going to lose that much time. So you know what I did? I said, that's it. From now on, as soon as I see a light turning yellow, unless I'm already heading through the intersection, I'm going to start slowing down, stopping. And and it took a while. I do really good one day. The next day, I blow it a little bit. But now I can safely say that I don't run yellow lights anymore. I don't. And, uh, you know, I feel like it's, it's good practice, but it's something that I had to really teach myself. And I had to, to really coach myself into doing it properly because for anything to become a habit in your life, it, it has to be done repeatedly. It has to be done consciously. It has to be done consistently. And you got, it's going to take some time for it to be a good habit. So that's the yellow light story. <laughs> There's also other stories of things that people have done because they haven't made that choice to be safety and health and preventive health conscious. One thing we need to really consider when we're looking at this particular topic is what are some of the ways that I think I can improve my health? What are some of the ways that I can decrease the risk that I would have of being in an accident and then start looking at whether the decision to do those things are being made consciously or, or subconsciously. You know, I was talking about my cookie episode a little bit ago. Well, my other half, and I hate to tell on her, but when we got finished with the dishes, she would go outside and have a cigarette. Very bad habit. So, you know, it's easy to get into that habit. And it seems like it's funny. Truthful, truth is that bad habits seem to be easy to form and good habits not so easy to form. So that's something to think about on the other hand too. But so she goes out and smokes a cigarette. Now, every time after we eat, boom, subconsciously, her body tells her it's time to have a cigarette. She gets up in the morning, it's time for a cigarette. Before she goes to bed at night, it's time for a cigarette. And lots of times in between. But you see how it's it's subconscious. It's a habit. And people get into habits. And sometimes those habits are not healthy habits. Sometimes people come home from work and the first thing they do is pour a drink. And then another. And then another. And then they get home the next day and they pour a drink. And another. And another. Folks, we've got to look at some of the things in our life and determine whether we're really self, subconsciously doing those things or we're working really hard to make sure that the things in our life that we're doing subconsciously are the things that are good for us. Think about safety. Think about preventive health. Think about the ways that you can continue to reduce your risk of accidents or 
developing serious illness. You'll be glad you did. Be a safety conscious person. Uh, our program is called FASE, which is Preventive Health and Safety Engagement. So I am coming up with a slogan when you're telling someone to be safe, just say phase on. <laughs> In other words, now when I tell you to phase on, that means, all right, get your mind wrapped around preventive health and safety, phase on. But you know what, most of the time I go around and if I tell somebody now phase on, they just look at me kind of funny. But uh, it'll catch on, you watch, you'll see. As we get this program rolled out, you'll be hearing people say phase on. In other words, be safe, think safety, think about what you're gonna do before you do it, and try to develop some good preventive health safety practices into your subconscious thinking. Well, that was an episode for today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you spent some time thinking about that. Last time it was, huh, it's just not worth the risk. Today, another phrase, stop, think, and then act. Thank you for being with us. Look forward to seeing you next time.